The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Oh, that was crazy. Oh, there you go. Sorry about that. You don't take them to nice places. Uh, it's Alliance. You don't take them to nice places. They'll just scream at everybody. It's good stuff. Thank you, uh, Alliance. Excellent work. We're very proud of you. Good chance you'll get good service, though. If Alliance is, uh, I'm not so I'm not so sure. The service will be fast. I'm not sure what you're going to be eating with that noise that's coming out of that guy. Uh, insensitive jokes is what I like. Uh, and right away, people can jump on that. Says, I just read on that. Uh, this is terrible. Somebody said, John, I just read in the news report that uh, the manifesto from the guy in California included uh, his anger over a joke against him that made his Coke taste weird. Like, really? Already? How did the Chinese get lumped into that pee in the Narcopes thing? Why is it? I don't know. Why is it me Chinese, me play joke? Why can't it be anything? Me Polish? Well, somebody wrote in that that's got to be a huge fortune cookie to hold that manifesto. (laughs) People are, this is the sensitivity level we've gotten with that terrible, tragic news. And the news has to hate it. Like, CNN and Fox keep trying to make us like, isn't this a terrible tragedy in the United States? And we've, as a society, been like, yeah, it's terrible. And I'm off to the next thing. Like, we have gotten just to become the, numb. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. I think it's a good thing to just be numb to yeah. it. Like, eh, I don't want to think about this all the damn time. So, Good for the ones that want to make uh, their mark in history. Not anymore. Well, there's too many of them. You can't remember I know that's names. what I'm saying. I'm hoping that curtails some of yeah, them. Yeah, I guess. Because whatever that, now I don't remember his name. But I think it was Charles Johnson, the dude that was the clock tower shooter back in the 60s. I knew about him because he was a... A rare thing. Like, he's the clock tower guy. The shooter from... Oh, he's the... Now, who did what? I guess they did the... I don't remember the guy. James Holmes is one of them. I remember the clock tower shooter. Wouldn't have come up with the name. That's Yeah, but I mean, that was back when he made his mark saying, I'm going down in infamy. Yep. I remember James Holmes was the Aurora guy. And pretty much all... There's a few others like, oh, right. But they're not going down in infamy. They're going down as the... Guy who did, and you don't have any name recognition with it, so I guess that's a good thing. But yeah, we're numb. Like the the, mm-hmm. the, the nation is sad, and then we turn around and go, that's... and is it because it's so common, or is it because it's thrown in our face when it happens for so long? You know, when the news kind of just a combo of both crushes us yeah. over the head. Though, oh, this is happening every single day. It's like, well, and I'm not going to focus on it because then I'll be worried every time I leave the house. It's about to happen to me, and I can't live like that. You never know when it's all going to go crooked on you. So just act like it's not. And we deal with things with uh, horrible jokes and terrible darkness and whatever. You know what? Well, you know what we need is, uh, oops, sorry, is a person in uh, charge of something to do an exorcism. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh. 
Nancy Pelosi, and I'm not talking politically, I'm talking IQ stupidity. I'm talking someone who is as dumb as a stump, evidently, and I didn't ever think she was this dumb, performed an exorcism at her house to get rid of the evil spirits because of what happened to her husband. And that's the only way her husband's going to go back in there. These two morons. This woman was third in line for the presidency, the most powerful person in the world. And one of her problem-solving techniques in life is an exorcism. Might as well be just a rain dance for the drought, throwing pennies in a fountain. Well, we got to get this debt right, so I'm going to wish. And performing an exorcism to get rid of evil, evil spirits in her house. That's something she feels is real and useful. And somehow... For 40 years, she's fooled people into thinking that she's got the wits about her to solve problems. But her own personal issue included a seance, for God's sakes. They held on to this for a while, too. On Thanksgiving. Yeah. They did that because they don't want people to know that they're nuts. And the daughter's like, okay. Look, and if anybody argues, well, if if you were told at all, well, we had had an incident at the house. We're going to have some priests come by and do an exorcism. That person that you're, that's telling you that, suddenly you have a different view of them. Like, oh, this person's insane. Like, I'm dealing with a nutball. Yeah, we're going to try to get the evil spirits out of our daughter and stuff. Oh, we're going to pray the gay away and that, that, that kind of stuff. She was in charge of, like, a lot of things that mattered. Like, bills that would go into the, the you know, the, on the, the Senate floor in the House. And she was the last person that would, she was in charge of things. Like, this, this is a big Safety measure for the United States. What do you think? Nancy will take care of it. She'll make a choice. Well, I performed a seance over this, and some ghosts told me. Like, you're an insane person. I want a rational adult. So it's so her husband will stay at the house again? Where's he been? At his boyfriend's house the entire time? <laughs> what? There we Brad go. Fesley with the swing and hit. Where's he been over there taking a pipe from that fella? <laughs> Where's he been at his boyfriend's house, says Fesley. Good one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See? But, yeah, he's been too nervous to get back in there because, you know, he doesn't want them to go in there until all the luminol can pick up all the stains on the walls that were there from the, quote, attack. But, yeah, they had to have a, an exorcism. And, again, I go back to that. If a police chief said, we don't know what to do about your... Uh, your son's crimes and stuff, and we're not going to arrest him. We're just going to – we got a couple of people here from the uh, Orthodox, and they're going to do an exorcism on him. You'd be like, what the hell's going on? If a therapist you're paying $200 an hour to says, how about an exorcism? You'd quit immediately. It isn't a rational person's decision to solve a problem. <laughs> this is the Speaker of the House for over t- what, 12, 15 years. I, you know, that makes me nervous. I think the term is a little off. But that that sells if that's it more. The term you're using, yeah, you're because dumber. it's having priests over to pray over the house. Because, like exorcism, that's a blessing, Brady. There's a difference. Yeah, there are already words they're for also that. playing uh, praying over your house for safety, and that's a you know. blessing. Yeah, there's a word for that already. And if you were a smart person, you'd say we had the house blessed, and everybody be like, all right, you're still a little wacky, but I get it. An exorcism is a uh, Believing there's a uh, there's still a evil spirit yeah, in your house, is thousands of years old, of how dumb people back in a long time ago ages didn't know how to justify or rationalize things and just assumed these spirits that they'd been coached to believe are attacking them are there. And again, they're not for real. Small, They've never committed fee. a crime. Exactly. It's probably pr- probably cost her about thirty five thousand dollars. Donate to the church. We'll yeah. exercise it. Yeah. 
And how? what church is going to her house? Like, all she does is pass bills against what they believe. You know? Whether you're for it or not, she's big on the gay thing. She's big on, like, the churches that are around there are like, all right, Nancy, we'll exercise your demons. Like, she does everything yeah, but that's she against on that. this. Yeah, but look at the money. But the exorcism is for, you know, druids and dumb people from a thousand years ago. We've grown out of it. Again, the rain dance has never caused rain. The exorcism has never stopped. And a ghost has never committed a mother effing crime. It's never happened. And for anybody who says it has, I always go back to my point blank. You have no answer for this. If a crime was committed against you and you called the police and the police said, we think ghosts did it, you demand their jobs. We're pretty sure a ghost attacked you tonight. Oh, you dumbass. Find the guy who did this. No, it was ghosts. You're just being lazy. Even they, if you believe in ghosts. They just get away with them all the time and yeah. never get caught. <laughs> Deep down, you know it's hooey that they can attack you or create trouble. They might, according to Zach Baggins, open a cabinet door. Oh, that's the most I've ever seen that I'm like, I don't know why that happened. Looks like a faulty hinge to me. But if you want to say a ghost did it, fine. No harm, no foul. Ghosts don't commit crimes. They don't make people commit crimes. They are incapable of it. Put an APB out on Casper. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, and then what? Then what are we going to do? We exercised them. So now they're just floating around coming to my house? Thanks a lot, Pelosi. <laughs> you dick. At least we had them corralled in the Ghostbuster section. Leave them in your house and just burn it down. There's no stopping them. What's the exorcism going to do? Nothing. But a, but a bright person knows this is a this is a yeah, but it's really stupid Zillow. thing. <laughs> is it? The, the, the house <laughs> has been exercised. House, yeah. I'm not going into that. Clean bill. I'm not giving any you know person who's exercised their house money. They don't. They don't deserve it. This lady's been in charge of way too many things to still have exorcisms be a reality to her. Got to perform an exorcism so the evil demons don't uh, have butt sex with my husband again. <laughs> oh, I don't mind that part, honey. Shut up, Paul. That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen someone with that high a position do. And that's saying something. I mean, We if, all have our weirdness, John. But that's not weirdness. That's flat or dangerous, quirk, dangerous quirk. stupidity. And just think San Franciscans keep, keep, keep reelecting her. And that's the scarier part. Yeah. The populace is so dumb that she's valuable to them. Bring the crew over to the Congress. We all have quirks. That's a Brady. huge exorcism. We all have quirks. I have nose hairs I pull out, show you, and eat them. That's yeah. hilarious. That's a quirk. That's a hilarious thing. Now, if I started to bundle my nose hairs and burn them and say evil spirits won't come around anymore, you'd be like, Holmberg's lost it. He thinks his nose hairs are powerful in the outer realms. You're an idiot. He's a shapeshifter. Like I said a few months ago, look, Native American culture, I love you. I think you're great. Your rain dance has never once created rain. Never once. It's, you've never been responsible for it. It's never happened. Not once. Zero times. You are O for all of the rain dances. Not once. Never. Exorcisms are an exercise in stupidity for stupid people who can't figure out anything real. And they have to have answers in their own dumb brains. It's for dumb people. It's like country music. It's for the dumb. <laughs> it's insane that that person held such a high-ranking position. And nobody's saying, wow, what else did you perform exorcisms over? Like, <laughs> like what bills did we have that you asked your you know, Ouija board which direction to go? You're nuts. <laughs> Ghosts never do anything. You're a fool.
Sorry, your child was abducted, and the police chief and I have gotten together and said we're going to stop looking for human beings. We're pretty sure it was ghosts. All right, you're fired, you're fired. I'm going to the governor on this, and if she says the ghosts did it too, I'm going to the news. I thought you believed in ghosts. Okay, nobody actually believes in them that much. No one took my kid. No ghost was responsible. You just go around the house with a super soaker full of holy water. That's right. Spray it down. (laughs) It just, it baffles me. It... Again, I'm just an observer on this planet at this point because I don't think I fit in anymore. I'm only looking in. I'm not willing to. I mean, here's my problem. I'm not willing to forgive you like Brady is so nice to say, we all have quirks. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't live my life that uh, rosy. I can't look at somebody and go, yeah, they're just quirky. Who? The folks over there, exorcism uh, house people, the ones trying to get the demons out of their daughter for being a hooker. It's just, it's what it is. That's you, her deal, nuts. man. Yeah. Their daughter was a prostitute and came back and they did an exorcism on her. Oh, did it work? No. But we all have our quirks. I'm like, nope. Some people are stupid and some people aren't. And you're talking about stupid people and they're intolerable human beings that walk the earth with me. And that scares me. I share a freeway with them. That is a dumb thing to use as your final solution. (laughs) It really is. Final solution. Well, I like the phrase final solution, but I look. The final solution is, is as no, dumb. You're right. to, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And the fact no one's saying, all right, Nancy Pelosi's not allowed to play reindeer games with us anymore. She's done. Is beyond me. Like she I stopped someone exercise. cold with your reasoning on, on ghosts. ghosts a couple weeks ago. There's no answer. They're like, no well, I, don't you believe in them? I'm like, no. I can, I can disprove it in two seconds. And I, I was like, all right, you were in a car accident like two and a half weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Now go to Allstate. <laughs> tell them that a ghost jumped in front of your yeah. car yeah, and tell them it's not your fault. It's not my fault, really, because ghosts grabbed the wheel and pulled it to the side. And you could be talking to the most fervent believer of ghosts, but when they're working for Allstate, all they're like, no, not there's, a thing. There's no line in yeah. there. And the they even have act of God with Allstate, which is arguable. Shane Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, try Go to tell try him. Yeah. Tell him. Try to convince the insurance company a ghost grabbed the wheel here. No matter how many ghost believers you've got at that moment, they're all looking at you like... You're a dip. This isn't going to work. We all know deep down it's just kind of a game we play with ourselves to to try to understand what happens to us when we're done. They don't actually involve themselves in car wrecks. We can keep them away for a small fee. Right. And then you go to the Catholic Church. Oh, sure. A ghost probably did grab your wheel. For ten grand, we will fix your car. <laughs> oh, good. No more ghosts. You should be driving just fine. The Tesla's on its own. One last spritz. Yeah. Yeah, Toledo's right. That's a that's a good one too. Is to take your car accident and go. Not my fault. In fact, officer, uh, you know how fast you were going. Sure, but it wasn't really me. See, I'm driving along here, and uh, suddenly a ghost is like, Wah! and he smashed the gas pedal, and I was just staring. I was going 85 and a 50. I, it's it's not my fault. Ghost and the cop would just be like, "You're a nutball on top of getting this ticket. You're also a crazy person. Got my eye on you, nutbag." We're taking your license away. Do you believe in ghosts, officer? Yes, very much so. Well, a ghost did this. No, not that much. You can off now. Go to any haunted house. Go to anything. Trash it when the owner's not looking and say ghost did it. And watch how fast they sue you. No one actually believes in them. Exorcism because her husband. While I was there, the ghost put his head through the wall. <laughs> right. <laughs> he made me dress like a Nazi and have this party. The ghost did it. When you start blaming ghosts for your stupidity, everybody deep down is like, oh, okay, I see. It's just human error here. 
Hey, honey, we're going to have to take uh, Justin off the uh, yeah. list of people to hang out with. But I do feel sorry for an old lady whose husband has been gay the entire relationship and took a hammer from a dude and then called the cops on him. And then, and everybody knows that's took really two what hammers. happened. Yeah, you got he, And then the guy popped him in the head in a lover's quarrel. And I don't care what anybody says. That's pretty much what this is. Because <laughs> there's no talk of it anymore, which tells me the news found out. and went, We can't talk about this. It's all just been settled. It was a nasty, nasty attack. Anyway, so shut up. Paul. And her answer to that is, I gotta have answers to that. What? And he's telling her, evil spirits are inside. They're doing an exorcism to pray his gay away. That's, that's the only thing I can come up with. Because if you're gonna tell me that's all settled and she does an exorcism after, something else going on in that Pelosi house. Paul told her some secrets. I gotta go to the doctor. I have an anal fissure. From what? Ghosts. Really? God, she bought it. Yeah, ghosts. Well, she's covered in case uh, they find documents there. <laughs> you already laid down yeah, the groundwork. Biden threw documents around like like the last day of school. There's just papers everywhere. <laughs> yeah, school's out, man. Stop throwing those everywhere. <laughs> Cruising in the, in the vet. It's the end of the session, man. I got my core back. School's out, man. Come on. Guys throwing papers all over the place like it's confetti. Guess I had a few more pieces of paper I didn't know about. Come on, sorry, man. Yeah, the whole thing's just a shambles. And I sit back and giggle the whole time. Oh, well, they're all bananas. Maybe an exorcism over all these papers, too. And we send some exorcists over to Ukraine and fix that. And some exorcists over a Cincinnati stadium so no one else's heart stops. And some exorcists. I guess that's the answer when you're a powerful person exorcism but you know i could see a religious person losing their mind when they found that their husband's been taking the pipe they got to get a couple dudes in funny hats and your dresses. life's been wrong yeah, yeah, you might make a terrible choice here and there and i can't believe and then a couple years from now if she's still alive she'll be like remember i did the exorcism because of paul i like i was so lost but it's a story and people don't bat an eye at it but i do brady i admire your Soft-natured kindness. Some people are just quirky. If your neighbor started having exorcisms, you'd have a for sale sign in that. You'd be talking to the other neighbors. Doing exorcisms and stuff. What's going on in there that's got them thinking the demons are here? Sorry, Brady. Couldn't come to the football game yesterday. Got these demons in the house. Oh, you're nuts. I see. Well, quirky. If I asked Brett to go to the Suns game with me, I can't make it. What happened, Brett? We were an hour before the game. Ah. Medea and I have demons. Oh, oh. I'm sorry, your marriage not working out? Oh, no, 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 no the floating around winged ones, you know, gargoyle demons. got to exercise them. Knocking out stuff in the house. and a lot of, We've lost a few vases, and then they keep moving my Sinatra picture, and we got to do something about it. Go, Is that really happening, Brett? Or have you gone insane? The ghost stole my keys. Right. I, can't I, can't, keys my car. I can't find my goddamn keys. I'm pretty sure it was demons. So we're getting some pre over. They I'm going to miss the game. stole my Dean Martin celebrity roast. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody touches the yeah. Dean Martin celebrity roast at Brett's house. If that moves without Brett knowing about it, it might be yeah. ghosts because that's the only person that's getting their hands on that. I'll be there with my proton packs with Dan Aykroyd and blowing the hell out. The only of the thing place. that would happen is if that if I guarantee like he doesn't need a safety or a, a, a security system on his house because if somebody starts to steal the Dean Martin roasts, Brett's in bed sound asleep. He'd hear, "Hey, wake up, buddy! Somebody's taking that beautiful Dean Martin rose from me." <laughs> Dean Martin's ghost itself would warn Brett that that's been touched. Oh my, Brett! We got trouble out of the demons. <laughs> Thank you, ghost of Dean Martin. 
Yeah, it's uh, I, I, I'm so outside the realm of like what's normal anymore that I'll read a news story and I'll be like, does anybody else think this is just the world's gone batch crazy wacko? Eh, well, you know, let your freak flag. F- no, I don't want freak flags to fly. I want people to be normal and logical again and point out nuttiness. I like to be, I know you can, I, like Eric Bryan, the guy from uh, uh, New AC Unit and Precision, yeah. we golf with him every once in a while, and he said something once, and then he apologized if that was insensitive, because he made fun of someone, and he goes, I don't know you guys well enough that, you know, that might have been insensitive, and he, and he used a terrible slur, and that wasn't that terrible, but no. like for the for the joke, it was pretty funny, and it was a, it could have been determined as a mean thing to say to someone about, I think it was about a fat person. And I said, no, I like, I like being friends. I know I now can be friends with you because you'll be in the car with me and point and go, look at that weirdo. And I like that. I like pointing out weirdos. I like uh, pointing out society's outliers. I like avoiding weirdos. I like being in a situation where I recognize someone's made me uncomfortable and walking away from them without a word, just looking at them. I like judging people by the way they address. I like judging uh, people by the way they <laughs> stare at me. I like, the, I like their hair, their clothes. I judge you. We all do it. And I judge you and make a decision based not on the color of your skin, but how you decide to present yourself it's in society. It's all on the reaction, John. The it, judging happens. Yep. We all react differently. Whether it's like, yeah. you know. Well, my reaction is stay away from that f- lunatic. You don't know me. Well, the fact you're upset about it makes me know I've hit a nerve. You've not. Isn't the first time someone said you were nuts? I love judgment. I live on it. And I want you to judge me, too. I present myself to society a certain way as well. Hopefully one that makes you comfortable. Hopefully one that makes you go, he's not a threat. But people who decide to wander around and, and be something that's not normal and then say, treat me like I'm normal. You know what? You know who's, uh, you know how you know I know you're, you're goofy? Is when you say, treat me like I'm normal. Because what you're saying is, I know I'm not. But just act like I am. The treat me like I'm normal is the phrase of a nutball saying, just don't point out my flaws that I know are wildly out there. Treat me like a normal person. Start acting like one. I am. If you were, you wouldn't have to tell me to treat like a normal person. I would. It's normal to treat a normal person normal without asking. Drive around, point at people and say, that guy's nuts. Drive around, like, we've done this. We drive around and, like, see two people standing in a street corner and we build a whole life for them. You build a whole, how did they get there? And just based on their clothes and their demeanor at that point, you've built an entire life form. Maybe you're wrong, maybe you're right. That won't affect you. That's the only one. in Shiba Inu. (laughs) I got hit by the Bitcoin. And now he's standing on the street corner. The only one that I understand when they say that um, and understand where they're coming from would be like a handicapped person. Or just treat me like a normal person. Right. But but again, they're basically saying... I know what's going on here. Yeah. I know I'm And again, not. who's on you when you don't treat them like a normal person? Everybody but them. That's the point. They're saying treat me like a normal person because they know. Just treat me like you would anybody else because they recognize they're different. If I need help, I'll ask. Yeah, they know they're different. So they're saying, I know I don't fall into the category of, quote, normal. So just treat me like that. I'll get around. All right. Yeah. Judge everybody. Martin Luther King's speech, uh, I have a dream speech, just a, a week from his birthday was all about judging human beings. Be judgmental, but not by the color of their skin, by whether or not they're acting like a f- stick. 
the content of their character, not the color of their skin. That's it. Find out, basically what Martin Luther King's speech should have been called was, find out if this guy's an asshole or not. <laughs> That's it. If not, get along. Yeah, if, no, just move away. Get, point it out and tell others, this guy's an asshole. Like, let everybody in on it. I got to go home today. I got to leave the show early. I didn't tell you guys this at 8. I got to exercise some stuff. It's gonna... Yeah, what are you doing? A little Demon. quad workout? Well, Jack keeps standing on people. A little uneasy My dog, at home. You know, and all of a sudden he just keeps standing up on you. And I'm yeah. like, God, I've been trying to train him and he just won't stop. So it's demons. I got to exercise that for my dog. So ghost to your old dog's in I don't know what's going on. Like, I think it's a ghost of a guy who used to be a marionette and he keeps trying to stand my dog up. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I got... I'm not crazy at you all. You did come in with a blue aura. So did I? I Do I have that going on? That's nice. Yeah. I talked to some folks, and it turns out my dog's been uh, possessed and uh, by a bipedal thing, and it wants him on his back feet. I just don't got to get the demon out, so he's back down on all fours. It's a new thing. He's three, and he's never been a jumper before, but now he's doing it a lot. Pretty sure demons got involved. Not a conversation for a healthy brain. <laughs> not even close. A healthy brain doesn't bring up demons as an answer to anything. Ever. That is the person at the table we all talk about later. Did you hear Melissa say that her, her son might have a demon in him? <laughs> it's not parenting at that point. It's demons. Like, it's out of her control. She she feels like she can't. Did you guys hear it? Yeah, she's going to have him exercised. Okay, and you're all all right with this? What? What's wrong with that? No, I'm not going to hire her at work, but... I wouldn't put her in charge of anything. She's allowed to do it. Sure, but we all have to, like, shun her now, right? No, of course. We're not taking her to dinner anymore. She's nuts. That's the spice to the Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, the... the relative or the friend that yeah. comes over and lays yeah. something like that on at the table. Well, did you just hear that? Yeah, and then we then we have conversations about her nuts there. <laughs> and we'd be right. <laughs> That's the best conversations to have. Uh, Brian's new girlfriend talked about exercising the house. She's not allowed here anymore. We have to have her over just one more time. <laughs> we're going to have her for Christmas to see if she, how nuts she fun. actually is. But at least we all now have, we all know we've tagged her with crazy, right? Yeah. It's like when they catch a fish and put a tag on it to keep an eye on it. We've given her the crazy tag. When she comes back, we're going to assess it again and then scientifically figure out ways to avoid her. She left in tears. What happened? She broke a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> right. Seven years of bad luck. There's the other thing. That's... That's, you know, I understand a little superstition, like, ah, crap, this is going to live with my brain. So then you've talked yourself into it, but it, broken mirrors have never caused any bad luck, ever. <laughs> ever. Ever. I'm sorry, throwing your penny in a well. Son of a bitch. Never worked. If your wish came true, it wasn't because of the penny. Just it, was, it just happened. You're nuts if you thought, I'm going to go throw more pennies in that well. Because I got to, I had a thing where I thought Dave was, I was, I threw the penny in the well and I asked if he would perform oral on me and then Friday he did. So I'll go back and see if I can get some D. That wish only lasts so long after that guy in the snorkel and masks <laughs> scrapes up the change in the penny. fountains. <laughs> you ever seen the crew at the mall when they used to have the penny thing? And like sometimes you'd go back to, but Fiesta Mall had one for a little while. Yeah. And I remember it would fill up. And then I'd go back there in like February and it was empty. Well, the mall's collecting my wishes? You sons of bitches! That means they came true, John. <laughs> they just float away. The best one is the one in Rome. The What is that? Trevanti. The Trevi. Trevi, Trevi, Trevi Fountain. Yeah. 
You flip it in, and the only thing that happens is, is that it means you'll come back. Like, the only wish that it can grant is that you'll be back here someday. That's still up to you. You won't be magic the airfare and no, stuff. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's not a wish. That's an actual, like, like the difference would be I threw a penny in the Trevi Fountain, and it says that uh, if I do that, then I'll, uh, like, if you were magically transported back to it, like, on a Tuesday, like, whoa, 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 whoa and you just left your desk, you're like, oh, the witch is happening. Best quarter I ever spent. You have to still, like, plan it, get, get on a plane, you know, book a flight, probably have a layover in Dallas or Charlotte. You got something. It's not Doesn't a, matter. You're back, that's John. That's not a wish, though. That's, that is like a lot of hard work to make a wish come true. Which, in a way, the Italians have proven like, oh, your wishes can come true. With a little hard work and you doing the goddamn thing. Yeah. Idiot. Yeah, but it would be great if, like, yeah, I was over in Rome and I tossed one of the pennies into the uh, fountain there. And it's, you know, hopefully. Ah! <laughs> when he just shoots out of the room into the sky and he calls it, guess where I am? You're not at the fountain, are you? You goddamn better believe it. The wish came true. Shouldn't everybody that does that just wait until Saturday night when Luigi comes in with his, with <laughs> his scoops it out. squeegee and scoops it all Gotta out? Gotta get all of these uh, coins out of here. It's an international love fest. I get the, I get the something from everywhere. Yeah, like a ridiculous that, amount of money. Well, Keeps the water running on the fountain. Pretty sure that right down the road yeah. there, the Vatican's like, make with the coins. <laughs> oh, there's a special drainage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably just a 2% two slope into the Vatican drain, and it oh, just shoots over. If you're over. at St. No, Peter's no, like and down the basement, you hear a bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Got a lot of wishes today, a lot of wishes. And they're all a coming true for me. A fool and his money soon parted. That's I mean, exactly that's... right. If you're chucking money in water... My favorite thing is I wonder how many people have thrown a penny in to the fountain and gone, I need to stop gambling. (laughs) You throw money everywhere. Uh, This will stop. I wish I could stop gambling. Ting. I wish I had more money. Ting. It doesn't make it in the fountain. Right. Oh, crap. All right. You won that bet. I thought I could get it in. Ten more says I can do it on the second try. Yeah. Exercise those demons, folks. If you've got... You got problems in your life. It has nothing to do with your hard work or your ambition or your ability to be smart. It has something to do with uh, hellbound gargoyles coming off of uh, statues that have infiltrated your home and made your husband take one in the head and in his underpants and then fall in love with his uh, intruder. <laughs> Ridiculous. I tell you what, man, I had demons break into the safe, start spreading papers all over. You think it was de- if Joe Biden said demons did it and then exercised his house, would he still like be up for impeachment for having doc? Tell you, I didn't do it. Another four years. Tell you, man, come on. I was in Scranton. Demons stole all the papers. Yeah, well, you know, you got to give him a break. It was. I'd love to see CNN try to handle that. Well, you know, the president did say demons were involved, so we'll look into it tonight. An interview with a demon. Yeah. You know what? I have demons. Why not? If anybody's got them, it's that guy. <laughs> demons put those papers in my Mar-a-Lago home, a beautiful Mar-a-Lago home. It must have been demons. All right. If Trump said demons for anything, he'd have been, they'd have strung him up. Hilarious. The world's gone just topsy-turvy nuts, which is why I enjoy just sitting back, enjoying a nice meal, and watching all you guys light yourselves on fire. <laughs> it, just, it just seems like something I'm never going to do. But, man, you're entertaining. You are an entertaining lot. Believer, believers of nonsense. I talked to my psychic. Oh, for f- sake, I can't hang out with you ever again. 
My psychic told me we shouldn't be friends anymore. First time I've ever Good. agreed with a psychic. First time ever I've ever agreed with a psychic. And you know why your psychic told you that? Because I'm going to introduce logic into your life. It's going to make psychics look crazy. So in order for that psychic to continue collecting money from your dumb ass, you can't hang out with me. Psychic one, John zero. Nice work, psychic. Eliminate the people that bring truth to this dummy's life. Psychic says I shouldn't listen to your show anymore, yeah. You introduce too much truth and logic to things, and that screws up psychics' uh, payrolls. My life coach said we can't be friends anymore. That's right. Your life coach is 100% correct. You, you're all right with that? I didn't know you had a life coach till just now. I am 100% okay with that. I put those two in the same category. They're, they're the same thing? Yeah. What's your life coach pulling in a year? I don't know. Thirty, forty-five thousand a year in life coaching? Okay. <laughs> you want this person to guide you? Okay. Good idea. You need to be better off just knocking on the high school door at Dobson. Just go, hey, I know I'm 40. I'd like to talk to one of the counselors, please. <laughs> <laughs> what? Mr. Garibay? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to talk to Mr. Garibay about my future. Okay. High school guidance counselor? That's just taking some nutball kid and saying, you're going you're gonna to be a janitor. i got to hand it to high school. I promise you, you will Look, have a job. High school guidance counselors are, are more... Valderie Valdera rose-colored glasses than Brady because they got to look these kids in the eyes and say, you can be anything you want to be. And that's only based on the fact you haven't been here for more than 15 years. And they're staring at the dumbest future, like, low-level janitor, like, Port-a-John cleaner by hand. And they have to try to tell that kid, there's hope for you. And I know they go home to their wives and go, I told this kid Rodney... That he had hope. And man, it's hard to lie to a kid like that. But he's too stupid to know I'm lying. Oh, Lisa and her teacher friends tell me all the time, we know. The, every one of them knows how they, dumb those they kids pass, are. They pass the kids around. The kids <laughs> does something bad in one class and he can't go back to that yeah. class. Lisa's like, ugh, I'm getting Johnny today. You can mostly predict futures by oh, looking yeah. at like a 16-year-old. Oh, yeah. I see where you're headed. Guidance counselors, though. Even the parents. What you a... blame the teachers, but it's you that drops them off for daycare every day. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, nice swing there, Toledo. <laughs> That's right. It's the daycare center people that are ruining it, not the teachers. Get off Toledo's wife's back. They tried to guide the best they can. Oh, it's an impossible job. I feel bad for them. Guidance counselors are failed politicians. They couldn't make it in the big leagues, <laughs> oh, so they went great. back down. They learned how to lie that's to right. dumber people yes. than the general population. High school kids. I don't know how to make Pop-Tarts. You can, you, oh man, this is hard to say. You can be anything you want to be. <laughs> and start the kitchen on fire with Pop-Tart again. You got to take it out of the package, Rodney. <laughs> but, all right, what do you want to do for a living? Engineering. God, I hope you mean like just standing by a model train. <laughs> no, aerospace engineering. Just let your kitchen on fire with a wrapped Pop-Tart. I can't believe you could say aerospace, <laughs> let alone. I don't know what it is. Saw it at Disneyland, the land of the future and stuff. Choke it down, Garibay. Just tell him he's a good person. Who was your guidance counselor? Do you remember? I don't remember, to be honest with you. Mine looked at me and goes, you got a long way to go. <laughs> because I was failing everything. I'm like, I know. And they always tell you, you're smart. Why are you doing this? I'm like, maybe I'm not that smart. I think you have to tell all of us we're smart. I don't it think I'm that smart. That yeah, I think you yeah. have to say it to everyone. When are you ever saying, you're too dumb, you're, you're, you're barely going to make minimum wage most of your life. Please don't have a lot of kids. That would be good guidance counseling. That would be great guidance Please counseling. Please don't have more than one kid if you have one at all. 
You're not built to make more people. You are a minimum wager, top to bottom. We talking about, bro? Please. I met your parents. Well, one of them. The other one doesn't show up today. Sorry, Rich. <laughs> John says, Brett's right. Remember Phil Davison? That dude's a uh, guidance counselor now. Who's that? The guy that ran for city counselor. Phil Davison. Oh, that guy. Is he a is he a life oh, coach now? He has to be. Oh, yeah. The one screaming at you that he's got it all figured out. You know, we're not voting for that lunatic. All right, fine. I'll do it this way. I watched Joel Osteen yesterday. I watch him every Sunday. And I watched Joel Osteen yesterday. And a lot of the times I hate Joel Osteen because he's just, he, he preys on people's pockets and, and, and emotions. He had a great point yesterday about oh, something. No. A great one. And then he brought up, you know, the only person that can do it is God and all this. And it, it went off the rails. But it started off, he did it, and it really made me think. He's like, uh, whenever there's a picture taken of you and, and, and it's a group of people, what do you do first? You zoom in on your face to see if it's okay. And if it's not, you delete it. No matter how great everybody else looks, you zoom in and make sure that's not what you present to the world. Pictures of you, you filter it. You make sure that you're smiling. Your ears don't look funny. Everybody in it looks okay. And you look great. You let that one out there. You let the public see it. But if you don't like it, you delete it. So how come when your brain tells you you're no good or you sit and say I'm ugly, or you just don't delete it? I'm like, wow, that's a great point. Like you continually tell everybody, this is what I look like. This is what I present to you as me. But in your own head, you won't do it for yourself. God's the only one. Come on, all right, shut up, Joel. We're done with this. That was a good point. You lose me at the rest of it saying there's only one answer. I have to give you a few bucks. Here's that's a book. A excellent point. Delete your bad thoughts the same way you do your bad pictures. We're incapable of it. Yeah, we can't get out of our own way. I got bags under my eyes. But if there's bags under your eyes in a picture, you delete it. Delete it. It's amazing. You delete bad thoughts the same way you do the the imagery you try to put out there for everyone else. Which has now become a huge moneymaker. What? They want you to know you have those thoughts in your mind now. The only way to get get rid of that is medication. Oh, right. Well, because we don't. John, please don't use point, the name Rodney in your example. Sorry, Rodney. Because that was the name of the 21-year-old that finally graduated because the state kept mentally <laughs> helped kids in school at my school. In school Rodney is- finally graduated. Right. Rodney's a tough name to overcome. It's very rarely ever. A top-notch Rodney. CEO Rodney. Rodney Pete? Rod. But if he stays with Rodney for some reason, there's like a, a flannel shirt in summer involved. <laughs> Don't know why, but Rodneys are always wearing some brown flannel. That, it's hot. Like you're in a flannel shirt. It's July. I know. No shirt I got. Rodney, what happened? Eh, I should have been going by Rod a long time ago, but I stuck with Rodney, and here I am. Tried to be a contractor yeah. for a while. Finding folks for dropping fish heads off by the Chinese market. <laughs> and that's your job? Yeah, I worked the security parking lot over here at the ranch market for fish head drop-off. <laughs> Guidance counselor said this was probably going to happen. I see you in the future with fish heads somehow. So there I am. Now, not gaming fish heads like uh, used up Chinese market fish heads. Is that Chinese market gone? It's gone. Yeah. We don't have, you probably, you know. talking about the Mekong? No, the one that was over there at the Chinese Cultural Center that's now just a business office. I say, Lili's is still there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? In that building? No, the one over on, no, the one in uh, Chandler. Expanded. We had that Chinese culture. Broadway has two almost. There's well, I know that there's, ones. you know, Chinese stuff, but 
I didn't know if they had that big market like they had at the Chinese Cultural Center. That was just gigantic. The ones over on Dobson are bigger. All right. Are they really? Yeah, they're huge. They moved to the far east side of town. Adorable, oh, Brady. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Up. Oh, firefighters are driving. Up. Sirens going by to come arrest Brady for being a, a, an asshole. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. That Chinese culture center came and went, and nobody even batted an eye. No more culture for you, Chinese. We're closing her up. We're going to have a WeWork. No fanfare. <laughs> <laughs> what is WeWork? Not Chinese. Nope. You guys, it was a complete failure. <laughs> And you know who's to blame for this? The Chinese. You guys didn't even show up enough to keep it going. There are only 12 of us! Well, we've, we've seen a lot more. They are not all Chinese! Well, you can't convince me of that. <laughs> I've seen plenty of Chinese. I went to a Joe Coy show. There was 2,000 of them. <laughs> Those are not Chinese! <laughs> all right. Off you go, then. Off you go. We're going to close up your cultural center. What other like if you closed up a Native American cultural center and stuck a WeWork there, there'd be like a, there'd be a picket line, there'd be marches and something. Like if you just closed the Herd Museum and said now it's a WeWork, people would lose their minds. The Chinese cultural center went away and nobody said a thing. They just all they did was just cut off the tops of that architecture and make the building a, f- a flat roof. Now you don't even have <laughs> they the, trimmed the pagoda. They trimmed the pagoda so they get rid of those. It looks a little Chinese. It might remind people of what we took. No over. more lions in the entrance. Yeah. <laughs> There's no gold lion. There's no jade anywhere. <laughs> what happened here? It's a WeWork now. Where the, where the architecture? And we had to cut it all off. It attracted the Chinese. Everybody thought we were just a giant restaurant. Must this smell like fish head. Yeah. No getting that out of here. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, Bert? Uh, wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. We all know that it's getting cold up north and, uh, you know, you got to get your ski gear and snowboarding gear over there at Action Ride Shop. But uh, also right now, mention KUPD and they got 25% off uh, Action branded jackets and hoodies. So go to Action Ride Shop right now, pick up the gear because it's some nice stuff actually too. Oh, yeah. And is there still like closing the roads to go up north today because it yeah. snowed so much Yeah, it's ridiculous. Time. Yeah. But uh, on the list, we got Metallica, Lamb of God, Metal Church, <laughs> Rage Against the Machine, Clutch, Sepultura. I think the most fitting yeah. one is uh, Ghost Mummy Dust for Pelosi. Yeah, I think that's perfect. My friend Brian said, can you imagine how many exorcisms took place when math started to get popular? <laughs> like when that demon of math was like, oh my God, the things we can solve with this. Do you know how many of these, holds up his fingers, fit into how many of these? Ah, Demons! Math had to scare the hell out of everybody. Exercise that guy. He's figuring stuff out. Yeah, mom- oh, people were, you know, killed. Over math. Yeah. And science. And technology. Yeah, because they were, like, finding logic, and it was kind of debunking the fact, oh, kidneys aren't our brains? Well, the Bible was wrong. I'm going to erase that page. I'm going to write a new book. This one's way obsolete. Yeah, exorcisms are everywhere. Yeah, you start figuring things out, it starts to debunk truths. I can't imagine how many exorcisms they had to have. Some dude invented the microscope to see things we can't see. Oh, man. And then discovered germs and stuff. I had to freak them out. You mean ghosts don't do anything? No, it's germs that are making you sick. It's not my bad behavior? Not really. We don't have AIDS yet. Yeah, Pelosi's exorcism is the exact same thing as the guy I was watching last night sitting in front of me at the Suns game, 
every time one of the Memphis Grizzlies would shoot, he'd go with his fingers and he'd wave them in the air. I'm like, oh, that's as, that's as useful as an exorcism. And then they'd hit. Voodoo. They'd hit and he goes, ah, oh, and he'd tell his friend, it didn't work. <laughs> you expected it to work. You thought you thought you'd shoot magic beams from your fingertips into basketball players' bodies so they miss shots? That, that's a thing? Good luck, Dylan Bricks. Oh, you got him. That guy's he's going to go cry so hard. He's going to go home. John Morcant. Oh, no. You've got little funny bad names for all of them. <laughs> I saw in the press conference afterwards, John Morant's like, I'd have hit that shot, too, if that dude 20 rows up wasn't calling me John Morcant. I heard it. I heard it, and I hurt my feelings. <laughs> and then there's one guy. I could feel it. Like, every time I'd shoot, like, laser beams were shooting out of somebody's fingers, making me shoot funny. He did it a lot. My back. He's a grown man too. It would be different if it was a child. I'm like, that's adorable. They're dumb. Ch- children are dumb. They do dumb things. Like, as a grown man, every shot Memphis took, he'd he'd <laughs> he'd do the the you know the dude from Star Wars, <laughs> the, the emperor, the emperor, <laughs> like lightning's firing on him. But it was like, all right, once or twice, I get the joke. But like the 14th, 15th time in the first quarter, it's like, is this going to go on all four quarters? Get him on the camera. Get it out of the way. Yeah, it takes one time. And he looked like skinny Ralph Macchio. Like, yeah, do, do it one time. Try to get yeah, try to get on the jumbo being the guy who's not, it's not working. You know what the most successful promotion in basketball is right now? And I gotta hand it to him. Chick-fil-A and whoever the marketing geniuses are uh, for the Suns put together a thing in the fourth quarter that if the opposing team misses two free throws in a row, everybody gets free chicken. Oh, that place went nuts. Oh. So when there's a foul and Memphis's guy goes to the line and he misses the first one, the place goes nuts. It is the <laughs> loudest that that arena has not been that loud since the NBA Finals. It is loud, screaming. And then when he misses, there's an audible, oh, no, chicken. <laughs> like nobody gets their chicken and they're mad. So they just root for fouls and guys who can't shoot free throws. They, they've given away chicken once, and it was like Mardi Gras. There were people, one man band showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> we getting chicken. We all get chicken. Like, what has happened? It's a free sandwich. It is unbelievable how Earned. loud. It's like there hasn't been a sporting noise quite like that until that dude clanks his first free throw, and then he's sitting there dribbling. And they have to want like visiting teams have to wonder, what is going on? Because I don't think they know there's a free chicken giveaway if he dumps the second shot. <laughs> but yesterday, the place if you goes missed it, crazy. Like, Ain't that a bitch? Yeah. Watch. Oh. It's a Sunday. <laughs> right. He couldn't get it. Oh. Couldn't get it left. Well, you got to wait a day anyway. <laughs> you hit 11 three-pointers in a game, we all get a sandwich from Carl's Jr. That's great. But uh, maybe they've been giving away... Cheeseburgers like Chris. Suns hit 11 that's threes fun. every night. But it's so, I haven't even ever used it. That's going to happen tomorrow. That Chick fil A thing, I've, the crowd goes crazy, crazy for that free ch- chicken. Nuts. Never seen anything like it. It just started a few weeks ago, too. And I'm like, this this Chick fil A, and then they, now they're dragging the Chick fil A cow out there and he's standing and everything. Ah, they lose it. Are you getting in on it, too? Heck, yeah. You can't help it. The excitement's palpable, Brett. That cow's like Elvis walking through the building. Oh, well, in the fourth quarter. Otherwise, it's like, move, cow. You got nothing free for me. Get out of the way. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, fully erect. 
You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.